This episode of Pompey Talk is brought to you in association with Portsmouth.co.uk. To stay in the know about everything happening at Fratton Park, including the latest news, analysis and transfer updates, take out an online Pompey subscription with the Portsmouth News Today at portsmouth.co.uk forward slash subscriptions. Hello and welcome to another edition of Pompey Talk. My name is Mark McMahon and joining me today, as usual, to discuss all things Pompey is senior Pompey reporter, Jordan Cross. Jordy, welcome. Hello, hello. 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 I've done a Q&A earlier in this week talking about the season, but let's let's focus this one on the contract situations. Everyone wants to know, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. He's finished. Oh, now. Morris has got a lot to say about it, apparently. My dog is barking around the background as usual. Yeah, so let's let's crack on. Let's try and drown about a wee bit. Like, so, so as I say, Pompey got 12 players out of contract. Um, who's the priority for Danny Cowley at this moment? And does that necessarily mean they're going to be here next season? Um... Uh... Well, there are priorities, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be. I mean, obviously, it's a negotiation. They've got to prioritise certain players. Um, there is obviously twelve, as you say, twelve out of contract players. That's a, a concerning amount on the surface of things. Uh, probably not as drastic as the twelve months ago, which was a massive overhaul. But yeah, it's a sizable overhaul still. Put it that way. Danny Kelly saying there's been progress. It's still a massive overhaul in what is his third transfer and window and most crucial one. I think this one's going to define Danny Cowley's uh, tenure at, at Pompey because uh, we're making judgments more keenly next season. So uh, he, he, by his own definition, says you need those three windows to get things right. And here we go. This is the third one. So let, let's let's see how it pans out. Uh, an element of control with the options. Like, like the majority of those have options. So that that's puts something in Pompey's favour. Um, but probably the, one of the certainly the most crucial one of the most crucial ones is Sean Raggett, and that option was indexed to Pompey reaching the championship. So effectively, it's null and void that option. And uh, he's uh, obviously a clear priority. Um, yeah, Marcus Harness, uh, another a priority for slightly different reasons in the face of what we, we it seems to be edging towards the fact that he might be moving on this summer, but as a protection of, of an asset. And Louis Thompson for me is is a crucial one, and, and Pompey have got a, a, an option uh, which we understand is for a small increase in wages, um, which really surprised me when I, when I found that out. Given um, he took a massive decrease in wages to come here from what he was on at, uh, at Norwich, I think it was about 15, almost fifteen twenty thousand pound a week. Um, but he's come down now, and, and the, the, the increase is a small one, so they may have to renegotiate that. Uh, I guess they're on the uh, on the surface uh, are the main ones with obviously Michael Jacobs um, and another priority, but I'm sure we're we'll going to that um, a bit later on. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, we hear Danny Carley talking an awful lot about the importance of continuity. Surely he won't be offering new days to all twelve of those players. So who's who's at risk of, in your opinion? Yeah. Um, but, but, but first, I think it's worth picking up on the fact that. In terms of that continuity, I think there's been a very concerted rhetoric from Danny Cowley in the wake of the final game at the Sheffield Wednesday. He came out to this, uh, a raft of interviews and repeated the same same sort of uh, notion over and over again. It's crucial, crucial to get that work done. 
Uh, we can't afford to fall behind. Um, and he's really ramped it up with the... Um, he effectively said, no, I, I've recommended the... Um, the Hearst and Carr to remain, and now it's over to the board, effectively, to get it done. He actually said that pretty much explicitly. So, um, I, yeah, there's really that that's really interesting for me that he's kind of ramping up that notion that we need to get things done, and obviously that that will come at a premium. I mean, they're very difficult deal, deals to do as well, um, Hurst and Carter, given their, their success here. Uh, but interesting that Danny, Danny's played that card. But back to your question, um, who's at risk? I think naturally uh, Williams um, is a one-year deal. He's come towards the uh, end of his career. I think that was a kind of almost a stopgap uh, uh, deal. So that's a, um, an obvious one. Uh, Rico Hackett, uh, I think he could well be around. Um, yeah, he, he perhaps more as a squad player, maybe. But you need you need to have depth. And Danny Cowley talks about having 22 players and a couple of young ones. So naturally, the likes of Mingy and Reed fall into that category as well, probably on the periphery. Um, Weber, the keeper, we'll see about happens there. Don't forget Callum Johnson's. He's actually a Pompey player still. Obviously, they're um, all likelihood he'll be moving on um, with Downing, uh, and of course, Aidan O'Brien, the thorny subject of Aidan O'Brien, another one that we'll uh, I expect we'll be uh, tackling uh, in its own right. Well, that actually was my next subject, like so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well played, well played. Linked up, up well. Um, <laughs> situation with Aidan O'Brien, like um, he came out last week and said the season has even begun talks with Pompey. Is I'm quite surprised by that. There, well, I don't think you're the only one, Mark. Um, given <laughs> the success of O'Brien, this this has been a runaway uh, success in Jet from his January arrival. Definitely goes down a successful piece of business. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it's slightly surprising. Now, I will slightly defend the um, the Pompey hierarchy on that one because on the surface of it, it seems like, well, okay, they're, they're taking their time there. But we have to ask the question about what's happening, as Danny Cowley indicated to the board, that he's wanted. Is, 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 there, is there some to and throwing going on, on there? That may be a, a factor as well. But it was a surprise to hear that there's been no contact um, directly with, with his agent. Uh, O'Brien obviously very keen to be here. Pompey fans want him. I think he'd probably be relatively affordable um, given his keenness and the, the fact he's kind of rebuilding his career somewhat uh, at Pompey. But I just got a feeling that may, may accelerate um, in, the, in, in the sort of coming days and couple, couple of weeks, really. That's one to look out for. Um, it's always uh, it's always moving um many moving parts behind the scenes, isn't it? But I think there's just going to be a, a, an acceleration perhaps on that. Um, so, you know, because Pompey haven't got any strikers. <laughs> Small matter when you look at the squad, when you when you break it down, that's, a, you know, obviously wants Hurst back. That we'll wait and see on that. But O'Brien's one you can nail down. And Danny Kelly said he wants four strikers within um, up to 17 players uh, remaining of, of the ones that are out of contracts. Um, there's 10 contracts in with those loans out of contracts, he wants up to 15, 16, 17, then topped up with some new signings. And within that, he wants um, an injection of pace up front, which I think he felt Pompey were light on. I'm not saying O'Brien brings that to the table, but he's one that you can secure. He's there. It's, it's a deal to be done. Let's get that one moving. And uh, hopefully, I think we, we, we saw, hopefully we'll see some movement moving forward on that one. Right. Okay, then. Well, you mentioned Marcus Harness as well there. It makes sense for Pompey to take up the option. But does that mean he's going to be here next season, though? No, no. Um, again, again, a no-brainer for Pompey to to take up that option. Danny 
repeatedly said he said it in the most forceful ways possible that that's his recommendation uh it's protecting your assets isn't it and um with a year even that year's option uh, that year can run away and he could go for, for now next um next summer so probably yeah it's got, it's got to be Pompey's most bank, bankable assets at the moment i think it was kind of uh seven eight hundred thousand they paid for him whether they get much more for that now i'm not sure but that's not what Danny Cowley will be looking at. He won't he'll be looking at how much of that money can come back into his kitty and he can redistribute. That would be what the way he's put, you know, with the money being freed up from uh, Harrison and Mark was going, that's another significant figure to bring into the coffers. So Swansea, uh, Neil Allen, Chief Sports Writers, uh, got that line that Swansea uh, remain keen. They've been mentioned before. Uh, I think that it's been well stated many times that even going back to Mark Catlin's days, that he was Marcus Harness's one of the uh, primary uh, people that generates interest and calls from clubs. And if he was to be able to go to a higher level, I think probably one that arguably could. Ronan Curtis, perhaps less so at the moment. Um, it, it makes sense for him to move on because let's face it, Pompey have, have not succeeded on the front foot. I'm not saying that's solely down to to, to Marcus. He's, he's increased his goal return season on season at Pompey. Um, but it just might be the right time to, to move on. And then Danny Kelly to a really stamp his uh, authority on, it, on his on his squad in, in, in an attacking areas, which is obviously naturally a key focus this summer. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's keeping Pompey? What's what's the delay? Pompey would have known they weren't going to make the playoffs maybe a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago even. So what's the hold-up? Was Danny Kelly just trying to get the most out of the players? Um, or, so what what is going on there? Why is it taking so long? Well... Um, they've got, I mean, you've got clubs um, announcing their retained list. I think you have up until the checklist, I think it's May the 21st, um, to uh, to confirm. Yeah, May the 21st is when the retained list has to be announced by. So there's a deadline for Pompey. Um, I guess they, they have been talking, they've been talking behind the scenes for the players they want they want to keep. Um, I think Andy Cullen has said as much. So, um, yeah, and there's always a bit of a kind of um, game of poker isn't it in these situations with uh, with talks and the way things move and I think Pompey are working Andy Cullen Tony Brown on that front so that's the deadline uh, the window officially opens on June the 11th um, and of course I don't think you're seeing that that much in the, in the ways of the deals being confirmed at the moment I, I, but that's not to say that deals aren't lined up behind the scenes there's probably a lot we can't see here or the average Pompey fan can, can't see Danny Caddy may well have players tied up they're out of contract uh, um, there's a number of players that has been linked with the likes of kind of Callum Camps and Tucker at Gillingham I'm not saying that there are but these players are coming out of contract and they may well, may well be tied up but look at Marlon Romeo for example he was um, it looks like he's going to Cardiff I, I think I reported that one back in January that 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 deal was kind of lined up then so uh, yeah slight kind of don't panic message to the supporters but um, yeah of course, they would assume that there's a slight need for concern given the messages that are coming out from Danny Cowley. But I think that's kind of the the, the game that gets played between a manager and, and, and board as well. And, and uh, we've seen it many, many times at here down the years, back to Harry Redknapp and before that, where, where you get that kind of dynamic between manager and board. But yeah, there, there, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, I'm sure. 
Yeah, no doubt. And hopefully going on behind the scenes is a new contract for Michael Jacobs. I'm sure many people will agree there. But we're getting word that it could only be a pay-as-you-play deal, like, surely yeah. like in the teeth for somebody of his ability. Yeah, he's nailed it. That thing. I think that's what my, my, my take on it is. I must be honest, I, I'm, I'm intending to kind of get some updates on that. I haven't, uh, as, as we speak, but I will be hope, hopefully in the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, Michael Jacobs kind of 30 years old. He's been, he's been Pompey's, well, he is Pompey's most talented player in, in his current squad for my money. Um, but he's uh, he comes at a, a relative premium in, in Pompey's budget. Um, and I'm sure there will be there will be suitors for him. Um, he probably think that that he probably a bit like Jack Watmore did did um, a while a while back. That he probably deserves a, a not a, more than a pay as you play deal. I understand why Danny Kelly's done that because he's had had his injury problems. That's an obvious concern for for Jacobs and a question mark. Um, and there's also that that way of that fact of how well does he fit in with. Danny Cowley's game idea. Perhaps for me, I'm talking off the just off the top of my head here. But perhaps he's kind of at the right price point. Michael Jacobs is worth keeping to Danny Cowley, but not at the money that he's currently earning. So that's maybe why they've factored in. He suggested as publicly this pay-as-you-play deal. Um, I expect Michael Jacobs might think he, he, he you know deserves a bit more than that. So. Yeah, you get this whole dynamic and like Danny Kelly will be saying publicly he wants this player and next player and they're probably saying, well, where's the offer or where's the offer at the right level? So, um, yeah, yeah, lots of shenanigans always going on and I'm sure that, that that's another one. But I would like, I would like, I would like to see Michael Jacobs stay. Um, I still, is it realistic? I'm not quite sure. We'll have to get a, more of a take on whether he's prepared on this page of play. I'm going to expect that in the next couple of days. I'm trying to make some inroads on what his, uh, what his, side of the uh what you think it is on that side of the deal okay and just to wrap things up then you mentioned at the very start three windows Danny Cowley's always stipulated three windows judge me then do you yeah. feel he will be feeling the pressure going into this window he needs to get this right I think he knows that yeah yeah um I think he believes he genuinely believes progress is being made um is it at the speed the the, the, the speed that he'd like Lot supporters would like, probably not. Um, but I think Danny Cowley thinks he's getting all the infrastructure slowly turned around. The head of football operations, another factor, and, and the whole football operations, uh, just from top to bottom, is going now slowly in the right direction. Um, but he knows that he hasn't necessarily got the time that he might not, he might get you know, not get to uh, reap the benefits of that because next season he has to deliver. And for me, that is a top six finish. Uh, that's the ambition clearly for Pompey and then we go from there and see what happens so I think that he knows that um, the pressure will be on in that but then that's the that's the rule of the game for, for a football manager Danny Kelly fully aware of that um, so he's aware of the pressure he's a man that knows he can probably deal with the pressure as, he believes as well um, because yeah as I say uh, if, if it starts slowly next next season I think um, I think yeah Danny Kelly will know about it you think him and the Eisners are on the same hymn sheet? Bird of comments after Sheffield Wednesday? Um, yeah. Uh, they uh, obviously were over last week. I don't think it was a coincidence that off the back of um, them returning, then kind of the, the uh, statements came out at Sheffield Wednesday. And also, Danny Kelly's quite an emotive character. He's just come off a disappointing performance. And he came out, and a lot of the, the uh, rhetoric about 
ramping up and, and yes, uh, speed of recruitment was in the aftermath of that game when he was probably kind of slightly frustrated and, and, and really trying to state his case. So then, then you've got to factor that into the, uh, the equation as well. But um, as I say, uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. It's not the first time we've had sort of Danny Cowling saying things about, um, about budgets and, uh, and, and managers in general. It's just the, the kind of to and fro that goes on between the manager and, and, and the hierarchy when they're trying to get the, you know, the conditions they want. Danny Kelly wants more money. He wants to transfer budget. He wants to, if you're going to go and execute this, uh, this policy of bringing in younger players and in, from, from lower down, that's going to come. You can't do that for free. You need transfer fees to do it. This is what Danny Kelly, you know, he's trying to get, he's trying to get the best conditions for himself. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's the kind of the rules of the game with, uh, with, with football managers, I believe. Well, thank you again, Jory, for all your help there. Expert knowledge, as always. And we'll see you next week. So stay tuned, and we'll see you all again soon. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website for everything you need to know about Pompey.